Welcome to Eastern Wellness with Dr. Sufe Kaim. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim is a weekly podcast meant for anyone looking for ways to improve the quality of their life, regardless of their current health status. Eastern Wellness with Dr. Kaim covers a variety of different health and wellness topics like nutrition, sleep, exercise, toxins, emotional health, and so much more. Dr. Kaim interviews health experts about tips, techniques, and trends in wellness, as well as regular people who have their own wellness pearls to share. For more health and wellness tips and resources, visit Dr. Sufe Kaim's YouTube channel, and that's Dr. Sufe Kaim, S-H-U-F-E-I-K-I-M-E. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, I sit down with Dr. Kippo. And Dr. Kibble, I met him like um, maybe three, four years ago. We were on the webinar twice a week. It's called Heart Sound Recorder. He is such a mentor. He is a chiropractor and he is so fun. And all the doctors from the whole U.S. love him. <laughs> and so I am going to let him uh, to tell us about himself and what do you do and area of your expertise. Well, how much do you want to know? Okay. How much do you want me to tell you? You know, you can tell <laughs> all you want. I can tell can all share. I want. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, like you said, I'm a chiropractor. I graduated from Logan Chiropractic College in 1983, long time ago, right? And uh, I came to Colorado in 1986 and I opened my own practice. And I started learning a bunch of really cool stuff from a bunch of smart guys. And over the years, things just kind of morphed. And so I got to have the opportunity in about 2010 to start sharing the information that I had learned from a lot of great people. And so I started teaching for Standard Process West in 2010 and sharing the information that I've been, um, that I've accumulated. And I continue to do that. And I really, I really like teaching. I also have a full-time practice where I am in the office four days a week. And in my office, we have a physical therapist, we have another chiropractor. So we do chiropractic, we do a lot of nutritional counseling and support. And um, also in the 90s, I learned an emotional technique called neuroemotional technique, NET. You can check it out at netmindbody.com. And uh, that kind of, I guess that kind of sums it up right there. Okay. So what are your three top wellness tips? <laughs> Only three? Yes. <laughs> Only three. Okay. Number one, I would have to say eat real food. Okay. You got to eat real food. If it comes in a box, don't eat it. Um, so that's number one, because nutrition is very important. Number two is get your chiropractic adjustments because your chiropractic adjustments will help your nervous system, but your chiropractic adjustments are not gonna work as well if you don't have good nutrition. So along that same line, number three would be take your standard process supplements because these are concentrated whole food supplements that will help fill in nutritional gaps and 
they can also help you hold your chiropractic adjustments better. It can help you with your organs and glands and just help you have better vitality and uh, a better experience in life. So for the chiropractic adjustment, for the people who doesn't know a lot of chiropractic, can you talk about a little bit more about chiropractic adjustment? Sure, yeah, you know, absolutely. So chiropractic was started in 1895, and it was really about the science and the art of uh, normalizing the motion of the vertebrae in your spine so that the nervous system from your brain through your spinal cord, through your spinal nerves, going to all the tissues, tissues and organs in your body to help them function better. And so chiropractic started off being a profession that helped all kinds of things in the body, all kinds of conditions. And then later on, like in the 70s and 80s with the birth of insurance, chiropractic really fell into the spinal pain, neck pain, headache kind of category. And it's, and it's so much more than that. As you know, when we give chiropractic adjustments, then people's bodies can function better and their body can actually help resolve a lot of other conditions. So can you talk about a little bit more about the emotional, like you mentioned oh, yeah. about NET? Because, yeah. Okay, so tell me, tell us about yeah. more of that. Okay, so NET, neuroemotional technique, was developed by a chiropractor, Dr. Scott Walker, who was one of my mentors that uh, I learned so much from this guy. And uh, the reason why he developed that is because he found that people were not holding their chiropractic adjustments, even though he was giving them good adjustments and he was giving them good nutrition and things like that. Um, he found that they were still not holding their adjustments. And so he, he realized that there was an emotional component to that. So when people can have emotional stuckness, then their body cannot go through the normal physiological process of healing. So for instance, for me, okay, the reason why we do a lot of the things we do is because it helped us, right? So for me, I had a neck problem and my neck problem wasn't getting resolved with chiropractic adjustments and massage and, and that kind of thing. And so my sister, who's also a chiropractor, she had been doing this NET procedure and I asked her to check my neck out and she told me I had an emotional component to it. So she did the NET procedure and my neck pain resolved and went away. So I'm like, you know what, I gotta go learn this. If it's helping me, then it's gonna help a lot of my other patients because I've always just looked at myself as kind of being Joe average guy anyway. And so I started learning that in the 1990s, like 1993, and really boost my results with getting patients better, better longer and better faster. So they didn't need to have as many treatments, which is really cool. That's awesome. So what's your favorite, favorite successful story? <laughs> My favorite successful story. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's a difficult question because, you know, it, it, it can be, I, I can have a lot of stories like you, you know, we can have a lot of great stories, you know, from, from some little child that's uh, four years old that was diagnosed with celiac disease, who working with her for just a short time, she was able to eat, and it was totally by accident, she ate a non-gluten-free 
tortilla quesadilla and had no problems. But that's not my favorite story. But that could certainly be one of them, you know. And then another story is about a 13-year-old girl who platelets were very low and she needed to have infusions. Well, these infusions cost a lot of money. Well, by using standard processed supplements, especially sesame seed oil, we were able to get her platelets up and she doesn't really get the infusions anymore. Now, she's another ongoing story. But I have to say that probably my favorite story is a colleague of mine, chiropractor, contacted me about six years ago because his daughter, who was a police officer and also a hockey referee, like she would referee World Cup uh, female hockey games, she was diagnosed with MS. She had four lesions on her brain that they saw on MRIs. So she came in to see me. I told her she needed to get the junk out of her diet, basically like we started off by saying, eat real food. And I also put her on a program of standard process supplements. And it took a year, but you know, in one year, all of those lesions on her brain are gone. And the MS basically resolved. So I would have to say that, uh, you know, that would probably be one of my favorite stories, uh, such a great result. Now, of course, we can't promise that's gonna happen for everybody. I mean, our goal was really just stop the progression of the MS, but for those lesions to totally go away, pretty phenomenal. Now, here's the other cool thing too, Dr. Kime, guess what? I've got the MRIs. Ah. I've got the MRIs, so we have proof that the lesions went away. That's so awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any favorite story for adjusting? Um, for adjusting, you know, I mean, in 30 some years, there's been a lot of them, mm -hmm. but you know, I think that, uh, it's just the, the typical story where a person was really hurting and nothing was really helping them. And through chiropractic, we were able to pull them out of it pretty quick and get them on their way. And, and you think back to the patients that are so thankful for that and they come in and, and they thank you for enhancing their lives and making their lives better. So as far as one favorite adjusting story, I can't think of one right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically you touch people's life every day. Every day. Yes. Yeah. That's what's rewarding about this profession. Yeah. So how did you get in to be a chiropractor? Oh, it's not a very glamorous story, really. Um, when I was younger, I had uh, an older sister who was married to, and uh, the guy that she was married to was going to chiropractic college. So I got my first adjustment from a student when I was about 12 and I liked it. And, um, you know, I was just, I was kind of interested in health and that kind of stuff. And so in, as a junior in high school, I decided that I was going to um, be a chiropractor. And then I just kind of set my goals to that. And, uh, you know, went to went and got my pre-chiropractic uh, requirements out of the way. And then I ended up going to Logan College of Chiropractic in St. Louis, Missouri. And, uh, the, you know, I guess the, the rest is history, so. Wow. Cool. So what's the best health and wellness advice you, you ever given? <laughs> uh, what is the best health and wellness advice? Well, you know, a lot of people think 
that their conditions are genetic, right? How many times do patients come in and tell us, well, you know, my father has diabetes and his uncle, his brother has diabetes. And, you know, so I'm going to get diabetes. So I think that people with this idea that their genetics is what's going to predispose them to their conditions. And I actually found an article from the University of Alberta, and it's very recent, okay, very recent. I can't remember exactly the date, but, um, but they were saying that your genetics are only responsible for about 5 to 10% of your health conditions. Most of it is our lifestyle. So to answer your question, I think the best advice I, I give people is you don't want to get what your parents had, don't do what they did. In other words, if your parents have diabetes, don't have the same diet they had. If your parents had some kind of heart disease or cancer and they smoked, don't smoke, okay? So it's really about our lifestyle and changing the lifestyle will really help maximize what you have as far as heredity that's been passed on to you, okay? For instance, my grandmother on my dad's side, she passed away two years before I was born from a heart problem. And then I had a cousin that passed away from a heart problem. Well, when I was 30 years old, what really got me into nutrition was I had a doctor tell me that my heart was tired and weak and I should take some supplements for that. So I did, and my heart got better. And so you mentioned the heart sound recorder earlier, and that's why it's near and dear to me because I was that guy who had some heart issues. And if it wasn't for these supplements, I might not be sitting here right now. So I get my, um, I get my uh, uh, heart sound recording graphs done. I do those on a fairly regular basis to make sure that my heart is still doing good. I make sure I take my supplements for my heart. And so I think that I've been able to maximize my weakened heredity by making sure that uh, I do things lifestyle-wise to, to help my heart. So can you share a little bit about the heart sound recorder? Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the heart sound recorder is a general wellness device. Now, this device was based off of previous um, technology from the 1930s called an endocardiograph. So I tell patients all the time when we're doing a heart graph, you know, ever since man knew that there was this heart in the chest and when it would beat, it would make noise. They were always infatuated with listening to it. So they've devised better and better ways of listening to it. So when we came out with speakers and microphones, now we would put a speaker to the heart and we could um, amplify the sound. And then a Dr. Royal Lee figured out how he could put that sound on a graph and we could get a heart graph uh, of it. So now we have a recording. So the heart sound recorder is the 21st version of this endocardiograph. And it is such a fantastic tool because it'll tell us what your heart is doing at that time. Keep in mind that heart disease is the number one killer in America. You know how long it's been number one killer? You know how long? I don't know. At least 1935. Wow. So heart disease has been number one killer in this country for almost 90 years now. Okay. And the simple reason for it is because they're trying to figure out ways to fix the heart, but they're not looking at the cause, which is malnutrition. The heart does not get the nutrients that it needs to be well. 
Well, with the heart sound recorder, we can see this. We can see these indications of uh, nutritional deficiencies, specifically B vitamins, right? The vitamin B1 and the unknown forgotten really doesn't exist as a vitamin B4, which back in the 1920s, they called it the anti-paralysis vitamin. Uh, so we can see this on a heart graph. And so since I have this device, and I know you have one as well, I made the decision that every new patient that comes into my office, we're going to check their heart because I could care less if their low back feels great, but they die of a heart attack. We're not doing our job. So, um, you know, that's a little bit, I think that's a little bit about the heart sound recorder. I mean, I think it's a tool that every doctor, every healthcare practitioner should have and employ and, and, and let's check people's hearts and make sure they're okay. So where can people go to find the Hassan recorder practitioners? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's um, Tim Bayan, who is in Ohio. He has a website uh, that has information on the heart sound recorder, but I don't remember what that website is called. Gotcha. So... I, I apologize for that. But certainly if somebody wants to know, they can contact you or me and we'll help them track that down, right? Okay, yeah. So what's the most common challenge to health and wellness you are seeing in your practice right now? Well, I would have to say the biggest challenge and the biggest thing people are really focused in on is the immune response their immune alliance, because what have we been dealing with for the last year? This thing called COVID, right? This virus called COVID. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people think, well, we have a vaccination now, so I can get the vaccination, I'm gonna be protected. And that's just not true because your immune alliance is kind of like a gun. And I know a lot of people don't like this analogy, but it really is the best one because your immune system, your immune alliance, is designed to seek out and destroy foreign invaders, viruses, bacteria, yeast, parasites, you know, things like that. And so to go get a vaccination and think that you're protected is like going and buying a gun but never getting any bullets for it, okay? So we still, even vaccination or no vaccination, you still have to maintain your immune system's ability to be mobilized to go and attack these foreign invaders. So that's one of the biggest things I think. And, and there's also a lot of misinformation on the internet about this as well. Um, some of it's half truths, okay? Is vitamin D important? Well, vitamin D is important because it needs to move calcium. Calcium is what's important. Calcium is what mobilizes your white blood cell. And the University of Michigan on the Kellogg Eye Center many years ago filmed this with high speed um, cameras where they would film what's called the calcium wave. This calcium wave mobilizes white blood cells to go attack germs. The other thing you need to have is whole food vitamin C because the vitamin C is like the poison tip of the spear for the immune system, these white blood cells to annihilate these viruses and keep them in check. Of course, you know, zinc is important. Um, that zinc is important. Also having a functioning spleen, liver, and thymus is important. So there's a lot of components to this immune alliance, but it's not real difficult for us to make sure that it's functioning properly. And I would have to say the two most important things is calcium and this whole food vitamin C. So in this era, don't you think that emotion is very important for a lot 
everybody? <laughs> well, sure, because as we're going through this COVID stuff, right, what's everybody? Everybody's stressed out, especially now, because we've been a year into this. We've had these restrictions. We've had these things we were supposed to do. And people want to get back to their lives. So there's a lot of emotional stress. And as a matter of fact, you go on your news feeds on your phone or your internet, <clears throat> excuse me, and you will see um, articles on there about how these restrictions are affecting our kids, especially teenagers, and how these restrictions have affected the older folks where they couldn't see their families and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a lot of emotional turmoil that can go along with that. And anytime we have emotional stressors like this, we can go into what's called a sympathetic dominance, fight or flight mechanism, which now puts stress on our, amino, our adrenal glands, kind of causes our adrenal glands to fire off all the time. And the adrenal glands are part of this immune alliance as well. And when they start getting stressed out and not functioning the way that they should, now the patient can be set up for a whole host of other problems. Awesome. Who is a health and wellness in innovator you admire and respect? Do I get one or do I get more than one? Uh, you can get more than one. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Fantastic. Well, I'd have to say that probably number one was uh, Dr. Royal Lee. And he was a dentist who never practiced dentistry, ironically enough but he was also an engineering genius. And this guy held a lot of different patents for mechanical and electrical engineering uh, um, devices that he made. And in the 1920s, he started a company called, uh, well, it was called Vitamin Products back in, the, back in the day. And he made a whole food product called Catalan. And so nobody knew more about biochemistry, nutrition, um, than, than Dr. Royal Lee did back in the 1920s. And it was because of his, his vision and his information um, that that inspires me today. And so a lot of times people are like, well, what's the latest in, in research and nutrition and that kind of stuff? I could care less what's the latest because the latest, they're giving us half the story, okay? Like, again, I talked about vitamin D and getting all this press. Well, what people don't understand is, um, what vitamin D actually does, A, and B, that we have other mechanisms in the body to do what vitamin D does. And so I really enjoyed the reading or, or the writing that Dr. Lee talked about, about physiology and nutrition and uh, how to resolve problems. And um, <clears throat> I also will research what he said back in the 1940s and 50s and early 60s to you know, what people are saying now, and, and I haven't found the guy to be wrong yet. Another guy uh, I already mentioned was Dr. Scott Walker, who started NET, he's a chiropractor, but it wasn't for the NET that I really admired Dr. Walker for. It's how he used the standard process products and how I use the standard process products and teach other doctors how to use them really came from what he was doing and what I learned from him and how he would use these products, again, to help support his chiropractic adjustment to stabilize the subluxation complex. So I would say that those, uh, those two guys, um, I, I, I really have a lot of respect for and probably have helped formed me into being the, the kind of doctor and teacher that I am today. Awesome. 
So are there any new health and wellness trends you want to try? No. <laughs> no, and I kind of go back to what I said earlier about, you know, Dr. Lee and, and the old tried and true things, okay, mm -hmm. that doctors were doing back in the 40s and the 50s with, with using the nutrition to really help feed the patients. It's interesting, though, how our patients and, and humans have figured out more and more innovative ways to mess ourselves up so that we have more and more diagnostic codes and different conditions that come about. Um, and, uh, uh, but really, when you study these things, we only have 12 systems in the body, basically, that can go wrong. And if we understand the basic physiology and what these different systems do, now we can actually address these with foundational nutritional products even though they have fancy names on them. Like, you know, I was looking at a 14-year-old kid yesterday who's got an autoimmune situation to his brain because of an infection and they call it Panda or, you know, Pan's disease or, you know, something like that. And then another 22-year-old young lady came into my office a month ago with POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. You know, big fancy words for basically saying her adrenal glands are messed up is really what it boils down to. Um, so as far as the new trends that are going on, not really, you know, uh, the old, the good old things still work really well, but I would have to say a, a, a trend in, and I don't think it's new, but it's newer would be lasers, the use of lasers. Okay. Um, you know, so we have some lasers in our office that we use. So I, that would probably be it. Yeah. But you know, the thing with, whole food supplement with standard process, it could be a new trend for the people who never uh, have opportunity to know about it. Right, it's new, it's new to people, but it's not new because it's been around a long time, you know? So I always try to stay away from trying to say something like, well, I learned, I learned this new thing. Oh, wait a minute, it's not new. It's been around for 50, 60 years. I'm just right now learning it, right? So that's kind of the way it is. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So uh, tell me what's that behind your wall? It's called MRA. Could you explain about I that? I can explain a little bit about that. MRA is a, <clears throat> is a procedure. It stands for muscle response analysis. It's a muscle testing technique. And in our chiropractic nutrition world, there's a lot of muscle testing techniques that all seem to kind of blossom out of you know, basically one technique, okay? It was called applied kinesiology and then, you know, different people got different ideas and it snowballed. So MRA is actually a uh, procedure that I teach that I share with other doctors. Um, you know, it's kind of like my technique, but it's really is my organization of all the different things that I've learned over the years <clears throat> from uh, NET, from another technique called total body modification. Also one of the very first ones that I started with for nutrition called contact reflex analysis. And so that's what it is. So that's our chart with our reflex points on it so that people can uh, have it in their office and they can refer to it and they don't have to memorize every little thing. And yes, I had to put that chart together, but it's on my wall because I still refer to it because like Edison said, why do I need to memorize my phone number when I can look it up in the phone book? Yeah, that's awesome.
So, so do you teach MRA in US to the petitioner? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, um, yeah, it's part of the seminars that I teach. And I just got through doing some webinars for New England, people in New England, so that they can start learning this procedure. And so, yeah, I, I, I've been around the country. Uh, you know, I haven't hit all the 50 states yet, but we're working on it to, uh, to share this information. And I love sharing it. Okay. And, and it doesn't cost you a lot of money to learn it. That's what's cool. That's awesome. So how can listeners connect with you? How can the listeners connect with me? Well, it's pretty easy, you know, email. I really like uh, email because now you're not playing fellow telephone tag and all that other kind of stuff. And so they can reach me at D-R-K-E-P-P-E-L, so Dr. Keppel at gmail.com. Okay, awesome. So uh, usually I have 24 hours. I will issue a 24-hour challenge to the listener. So what we talk about today, Dr. Kipper Wang, I have a challenge for you. 24-hour challenge is to eat the real food. Eat the real food. Yes. Very good. Yeah. So uh, try not to eat anything on the package and go to your local farmer market. I think summer is coming. So can go out to buy local uh, produce from the farmer market. And if you do shop in the, if you live in the city, you shop in the farm, uh, grocery store, try to go produce aisle just outside the, outside the grocery store. So uh, I think, and go to get, find a chiropractor to get adjustment. I think that's a, the one you can try to improve your health and wellness. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Kibble. I appreciate oh, your time to share thanks. your wisdom with us. Oh, thank you, Dr. Kime. I always enjoy talking with you. Yeah, thank you.